Hello, everybody, and welcome back to episode four of the Triangle Park Sports Podcast. Coming back after a week of a, a week's break last week, and coming back to you know tighten up some loose ends of the last two weeks. We have a lot to chat about. We have you know the the end of the and the NBA season approaching us, the NFL draft, and then obviously um, you know the first full month of baseball. So we're gonna we're gonna get cracking, and we're gonna start things off with the NBA. Um, so we're going to turn it over to Connor to, to see what's going on in the world of the New York Knicks. Yeah, so like we said last time we were here, the Knicks are fucking good. So since we last met, the Knicks are 5-1. Are, uh, and one. They have the, one, uh, the four seed by game and a half over the Hawks. Uh, and they're just playing very good basketball. I still I, – I, I mean, if they keep up their hot streak, uh, they should be able to take care of the Hawks. Uh, I still don't have any like hopes to make the finals, but like I do not care. Uh, I am happy that the Knicks are good, uh, and I am actually enjoying Knicks basketball in the month of April and now May. Uh, so that's that's awesome. I love that. Um, yeah, and the Hawks kind of wrote been. Um... They've been kind of struggling the last couple of games. I know Kevin Herter was out for a little bit, and Kevin Herter isn't like their biggest superstar. But I mean, he went down. They lost three straight games, and they couldn't crack a oh, they cracked a hundred in the third game. But they lost three games against the Pistons, the Sixers, and then the Sixers the second time. Uh, but they only scored eighty against the Pistons and Sixers. So, yeah. I mean, Kevin Herter might not be like the Trey, you know, the Trey Young or or like the mm-hmm. um, the John Collins of that team, but have, I guess he, he clearly had a little bit more of a role on the team than we thought. But yeah, yeah, I mean they're, they're in a nice little three game kid, which is not mad. Yeah, the injuries all over the league have been a huge problem. Uh, it's really because they've tried to like have too many games in this shortened season. Like, there's not many days off. Uh, so we have like Mitchell Robinson's been out, uh, and I believe he'll be out for the rest of the season. Um, but I have like other people on the Knicks are stepping up, which has been great for us. Um, yeah, a lot of yeah. like a lot of stars have been injured. Uh, I know the Knicks have down. I think they have eight games left in thirteen days, um, which is a lot. Uh, yeah, a lot of stars have gone down. Uh, LeBron's missed time; he hasn't played in a while. Uh, a lot of a lot of a lot of teams have been plagued with injuries. Yeah, and I mean we end the season with Boston, and Boston just had a. I don't know what the, the status is yet, but um, Tatum and Brown both got into a nasty collision last night um, in their game. So I don't know what that's going to like, how what that's going to change over the next couple of weeks or the next week. Um, we can have two weeks of as far as their injury report. But if the two yeah. of them or even one of them go down, that's changing that playoff race a little bit more. And then uh, mm-hmm. hopefully gives us a little bit more of a cushion. I, I, I was think, just going to yeah. say the Celtics, man, like if they get up to the five, which they very well may, that's like the Knicks' worst nightmare. Because if Tatum's putting up 50, Julius Randle's playing out of his mind. He's not going to match Tatum blow for blow. I mean, he's going to be solid. I think Barrett's going to be solid. But, like, Tatum, the way he's been playing and the fact that he has playoff experience, I I wouldn't want the Celtics round one if you're the Knicks. You want, you want the Hawks. You don't even want the Heat either, right? Like, the Heat and the Celtics are, like, right around the 4-5, like, if you're the Knicks, that better be against the Hawks. Or even though they've been hot, and I love it, I still think they're a piece away. I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago from like really being 
contender and serious. I mean, it's great. I, I love that I'll have a team to root for in the playoffs legit, but I don't think you want to see the Heat after their experience last year or the Celtics after the last, like, five years. Yeah, I I don't really want to touch them. The Boston teams, their young guns are just – I mean, like you said, like, no one we, – we can't go blow for blow with Tatum. He's – I don't know. He's too good. He's too athletic. He's too just good. And I mean, like you said, what was it, two weeks ago, like we're going to go as far, like the Knicks are going to go as far as Julius Randle carries them. And he's not carrying them over a Boston Celtics team. If there's some injuries that linger that? around a couple of weeks, I, I, I don't know if he does. It breaks a little bit on uh, being scared of other teams necessarily. Like, yes, we want the Hawks overall or over the Heat and Celtics, but like, the way the Knicks are going, like, they can battle anyone. Um, like, I'm not particularly scared of anyone below us. Uh, and I'm not saying that the Knicks are definitely going to beat the Hawks. Like, the Hawks are a good team uh, when they're playing their game. Um, but let's not just be like, if the Celtics get the five seed, like, we're in trouble. Like, we could be in trouble against the Hawks. Like, we're we're on a very hot streak right now. And will this continue throughout the playoffs? Maybe. Uh, at least hopefully through the first round, but I don't know. I, I think we can, I think even if they cool off a little bit, like we can, we can battle either a heat or the Celtics in the first round. Yeah. Battle and beat are two different things, Connor. Yeah. I'm not like guaranteeing a, a win over the Hawks. <laughs> like I'm happy to have a competitive series in the first round. I'll be devastated if they lose to anyone. It'll <laughs> yeah. be so much worse against the Celtics. I, I, just, I just said that they would lose to the Celtics or the Heat, and you're like, well, they could also lose to the Hawks. <laughs> They're the like, fucking Knicks. I mean, you're this is new territory support. for you're, me. You're the biggest support, and you're like, I see you, and I raise you. The Hawks will also be. <laughs> they could. I mean, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, they could. No, I, I'm You're just, right. I'm not, like, just because the Celtics or Heat get that five seed doesn't mean the Knicks are definitely going to lose, which is what you're making it sound yes, like. Yes, I, it I can see it yes, going it six or seven to any of those teams. Yeah, sure. It doesn't mean that the Knicks are going to win at six or seven. Fuck's up with this I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I'm, anybody I'm a, expected Tibbs to do this, though. And I, I, I am a Knicks fan. If they face the Celtics or the Heat in the first round of the playoffs, they will lose. I all right. I'm not worried. I'm not worried about any team in the first round. <laughs> I I'll be worried if, if I had to rank. If I had to rank those three, I'd rather the, face the Hawks than the Heat than the Celtics. Like, the Celtics are the worst in those three, in my opinion. I. I don't know. I think I'd want the Heat the least because the Knicks can't shoot as well as the Heat. Yeah, but you live and die by the three. If they're not hitting on, you know, if they're not hitting, they're not hitting. They they live. They battle though. They battle. I don't know. I'm a like I'm. I want to play those teams equally. All right, fuck this. (laughs) (laughs) We'll we'll talk in a couple weeks when matchups are out, Connor, and we'll uh, yeah, some bread where my money is. We'll reassess. Yeah. 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 Uh, do you have any thoughts on the, the end of the season awards, MVP, rookie year, stuff like? I think Steph Curry should win MVP. Yeah. Um, full heartedly, the 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 Golden State Warriors are not in playoff contention without him. 
uh, yeah. he is playing out of his mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think if Embiid was healthy, if LeBron was healthy all year, I'd say one of them. I I, I think Curry is playing better than Jokic. Uh, I yeah, but I I mean I just think that because Jokic had Jokic had help all year with Murray, and then the last week and a half or last week without Murray, he is just still carrying this team. I think Joke I think Curry deserves it more, but I think Jokic will get it. Yeah, and that's kind of the way like the MVP goes like especially the Warriors are the nine seed right now. Like, are they going to give the MVP to the nine seed? Like uh, it usually goes to like the best player on one of the best teams, whether or not, like, like you said, like most valuable player, if you take Curry off the Warriors, who are they? Like they're worse than the Rockets probably. Um, And same with, and yeah, like we said, like injuries, like if LeBron was still there, the Lakers have stunk without him, but he's been out for a month and a half. You can't give, the MVP to him if he's been out that long. Um, so I think it'll probably be Jokic, but. Uh, be a travesty. I know. He's, I mean, he's averaging close to a triple-double. He's a, an assist and yeah. a half away a game for a triple-double. Um, uh, uh, yeah, Randall, like, it's funny. Uh, who was that? Like Nick Wright uh, had some, like, dumbass rant about, like, how it's, like, embarrassing that Julius Randle has been in like the vague MVP conversation. Randle's been a fucking beast, especially the last like three, four weeks for the Knicks. But like, no, he shouldn't like be the MVP, but like he's putting up like MVP type numbers. Uh, I think, I think he deserves, I don't like, he doesn't deserve any real consideration in my head. Like he should be in talks of MVP, right? Like people like, Oh, He's having an MVP caliber yeah. type performance for the Knicks or whatever. Give him most improved player though. Like he's mo- he is, I think the sure. most clear most improved player in the NBA. Um, but I, I, yeah, Randall could be like, oh, like yeah, what Randall's doing is awesome, and he's carrying the Knicks, mm-hmm. but he's not the MVP. You know what I mean? Right. I wouldn't yeah, even give him most improved. What do you mean? Who would you give most improved to? Who is all right, all right, so so here's the thing. He's up five points and a rebound. I think he's playing the best basketball of his life, but like it's not like he was some Joe Schmo before this. I mean he's yeah. he's always balled out. He's just like bonafide balled star. out more. Yeah, but like, I I don't I don't know who's most improved. I'm not like that tuned in, but like I I don't know, five points and a rebound. And a couple of assists doesn't warrant most improved. I just I, I just googled it and it, I found a, a report from Sports Skeeta. I don't know what the heck that is, but from three days ago, and they ranked the top five most improved player of the year wink, award rankings. They have five is Jokic, who improved improved his stats. Let's see, um, one assist, uh, one one and a half assists, one rebound, and seven points. He improved. Christian Wood went from – he improved eight points per game, three rebounds, and a half an assist. Uh, then they have Michael Porter Jr.'s nine points, three rebounds, and half an assist. Jeremy Grant, ten points, a board, and a 1.5 assists. And they have Randall. I, yeah, I don't know. I mean – So, so here's I, what I'm going to say. Here's what I'm going to say here, right? Yeah. Can we, can we just go back to the point where you said – 
I just Googled it, and it's this website. Oh, no, I know. I'm just saying. No, I was just trying to find stats-wise. I've never heard of it, but. No, I was just looking for stat. I was looking for, like, the stats. That's, like, the difference I was looking for. I don't know. They have Randall at one. Yeah. After all those other stats that you just read, they have Randall at one. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, they had explanations behind it all. I didn't look. I was just genuinely looking for the numbers. If there was any drastic changes, I don't know. Yeah, Again, no, I, I think it's beyond the numbers. I'm I am also looking at that website. Uh, yeah, but it's I, just I agree. Beyond, beyond the numbers, the numbers. He's, he's it definitely taking is. the Knicks to that's, this level. Like, that's what I'm. I yeah. mean, Jokic was on a very good team surrounded by good players in Denver. He, I mean, he like if that was even like an actual option, if he's actually being considered for most improved player, I don't know. But I just think like. You're coming to New York and you're doing this in New like that holds extra weight for like a franchise that's been awful for so long. You're he's taking them to the four seat or however we end up. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's beyond like just he's got a couple more points a game. Like he's turned, he's like led this team to where they are. I think it's very clear. I mean, the same argument that we said before for Steph, like if Randall's not on this team, there we're not touching playoff. Like, we're not touching the playoffs. Maybe, maybe fighting for the eighth seat. Like, so that means you're most improved. Considering what he was doing, like, yes, yeah. he's improved drastically. Think about how he was the last couple yeah. years when he was in LA. No, like, yeah. I don't know. I just, I think that Julius Randle is the most improved player. He's done so much on like on the court, and then also like leadership wise. I don't know. I I just think it's him. That's cute. Okay. Also, uh, Lamella Ball seems to be the the lock for rookie of the year. Emmanuel quickly has some pretty pretty good numbers. Um, I would hurt I him. I doubt they'll give it to him. But a little bit. Now that he's, he's back, got, I think he's, he's got back. stats that match up with Ball. I know, like we we just brought up, like Julius Randle doesn't have like the most improved numbers, but he's led the team and he's like he's the front runner right now and. I'm using the opposite for quickly. Quickly has the stats to match up with, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, quickly I think, is. I think again. I, I think Lamelo missing those games hurt him, but I don't know if that's. I don't know if it was enough games for him to miss, for him to yeah. lose. Yeah, quickly still not starting, right? He's coming off the bench. You yeah, have to start to get awards. Right, but that certainly helps. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Well, I, I don't know. Again, I mean, I'm I'm gonna die in the hill that I think he deserves most improved. Yeah, I think it's. I, I mean, I think that Lamelo is gonna get Roy regardless mm-hmm. of what happens over the next week and a half. Right. The, him being who he is, and like the 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 world that he comes from, and then what he's done, and and I mean, for the first for the start of the season, he just took over. I think he played what he started the bench like the first two games, and he started like starting. Right, like he, I mean, yeah, he's he's been cooking. So. See that pass he had the other day? Full court one, the, the underhand one. Pass, yeah, yeah. yeah. Does no. shit like that. He's gonna get. He's gonna get it. Yeah, and yeah, and also like all social media loves Lamelo. They are just, they love Lamelo. Anthony Edwards has a good argument. Yeah, Edwards has been balling. He had like a, that stretch where he averaged like twenty six points a game or something. He's he's, he's scores three more points a game. One less rebound, and then Lamelo has the assist. So I mean, if they take into consideration just health, right? I mean, Lamelo, the eye test—you give it to the eye test, but like, 
I mean, like the last 10 years, who's the best player in the NBA? LeBron James. Does that mean he wins MVP every year? No, right? Yeah. It's the same the same way that, like – I don't I don't think it will be like, – Yeah. It's the same way that, like, fans have, like – um like lessened how awesome a triple double is like when Russ Westbrook was the first person to average a triple double since, um, is it Bill Russell? I don't know. Was that, I think the last person that Oscar Roberts might be wrong, but like, it's been like 40, 50 years since someone's averaged triple double. And Russ is doing that for the last five years, which is like, literally insane but we just expect him to get triple doubles now and like we don't it's the same thing when like steph curry shoots like he scored like 50 points it's like oh yeah that was just steph like no that's fucking awesome like <laughs> it's incredible that he's doing these things um but yeah like lebron like does lebron james every year and he's what 36 right now he's still like mvp candidate and we're just like oh yeah that's just lebron playing like lebron what I, what I what I frustrates me most, and I do this too, um, so I get like I don't always think about it. It's like the, those guys who are always on cloud nine with their performances. When they come back down to earth, people are like, "Yo, this like they just like they're so overrated, they're so bad." Like they're not they're not that bad. Like just because Russ Westbrook didn't get a triple double this game doesn't mean he's bad at basketball. Like he didn't have a it, superstar type game today. It, oh, no. Yeah, like yeah, but he's still. <laughs> Very good at that sport. Like, yeah, I don't – yeah, it's frustrating. Mm -hmm. But speaking of triple-doubles, you guys see what Luca did the other day? No. He put up a 30-point, 20-board, 10-assist game. I think it was, like, the fourth player in NBA history to do it. Um, I, mean, I, I know he ended up with, like – I think it was, like, 30 – she was at 38 points or something, but, like, 12 assists and, like, 21 boards. I start an NBA team tomorrow. I'm building around him. Luca, yeah, I, he is a freak, and like he's not the biggest, yeah. strongest, fastest. I mean, he is just so good at basketball. I don't, yeah, he's just so good. Yeah, thirty-one points, twenty assists, and twelve rebounds while shooting. That's really it. He's just so good at basketball. Like, <laughs> yeah, he shot atrociously though. He was he shot fifty-five percent from the free throw line, sixteen percent from three. And then fifty percent from the floor, but like that's fifty-two percent from the floor, but like that—that's pretty bad. Fifty-five percent from the line is. How many shots did he take? Uh, he was one of six from he was uh, six of eleven from the line, one of six from three, and twelve of twenty-three overall, and they won by that's one. That's not that bad. Fifty-five <laughs> percent room for improvement. Six on of eleven. I mean, incredible game. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. If that's like, what's his name? Um, does that, if that's like Andre Drummond doing that, that's a great day. Yeah. But, but you're you're Luka I, mean, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, what? I mean, whatever. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. he got twelve of twenty-three. Right, he still shot over fifty percent. When the average, like, right, yeah, you make generally like four of ten shots. So from the from the floor he's hitting fifty two percent. I'm okay with that. And he had twenty boards. Come on, what are you talking about? Yeah, I know he. That was that was an I mean, that was I mean, regulation. I mean, that wasn't even overtime. How many, how many offensive boards did he have? Um, let's see. Yeah, yeah, like room for improvement on his incredible game. Like, <laughs> yeah, freaking Anto. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Like, 
I don't know. I don't think shooting 52 or 50, whatever he shot, 54%, 54.5% from the line is good. He had two offensive boards. Did, 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 did either of us say it was good or we just said, eh, whatever, it's not that bad. I think they'll live with it. Yeah, I mean, you'll live with it, but those are, you know, and that, they won by did one. They, did, no. did they win the game? No. Did they won the yeah, game. They won by one. They won by one. Exactly. If you hit. All right. Anyway, <laughs> last point on last point on basketball right now. Um, LeBron James in the news because he had a quote. Uh, I believe it was yesterday. Uh, regarding the play-in tournament. So before I say the quote from yesterday, uh, there's a tweet from LeBron in late March. Late March 2020, um, when the season was paused and when they were like deciding like whether or not to continue the season or go right into playoffs, he says, you got Portland, you got Memphis, New Orleans, and Sacramento tinkering around there. So if there's like five or ten games left, why not those guys battle it out, make them play each other uh, all five games? And now this year, the playoffs are expanded to ten teams with the – 79-10 playing a little play-in tournament. The Lakers are now the seventh seed. Or, yeah, they're the seventh seed. And yesterday he says, whoever came up with that shit needs to be fired. Now, I see where LeBron's coming from because of all the injuries that have happened because they have fewer breaks. Uh, they're trying to jam all these games in the season so like, people are getting injured. But, like, he kind of called for this last year. And now that they're having this little play in fun little tournament at the end of the year, and he's the seventh seed, now there's a problem with it. So he's also mad about it. I, I mean, LeBron. what were you gonna say? I said LeBron sucks. I'm obviously best player in the world. Still. Yeah, I'm 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 an anti-LeBron person myself. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but like you're never gonna please everybody. You're always gonna have people complaining, but. Because he is like, you know, the face of basketball or the voice of basketball, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. I wonder if that's going to like influence anything next year going forward, if they're going to do away with it. And I don't know. But let, yeah. let's be real. Like if, if you're getting a Golden State and Lakers game mm-hmm. in this playing tournament, like that's going to be a fantastic matchup. Like, yeah. Yeah. So I think it's just, it's tough for this year because of how, little or how few days off they have uh and people are getting injured and lebron is hasn't played in over a month um so it's tough for this year i imagine they're going to keep it around because it is awesome to have a little play in tournament also the i saw a tweet that said the seven seed has never won the finals i think the six seed has won the finals once so like uh not that it doesn't matter for those teams but and then get, I mean, get a win in postseason basketball as a seven seed. He yeah. very well could make the final. So I don't know. Yeah. Here's what I got. One context is important, right? I mean, think about it last year. They had no idea what the bubble, what any of that was going to look like. Right. So in theory, I, again, I don't, I don't know when the quote was when they decided the bubble, we could look more into it. We haven't, but right. Like maybe that was before they came up with the bubble idea. And he's like, Hey, just, let those final teams that are not clinched yet just have them do a tournament, right? Like, all right, that 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 sounds good and coming. But also, you know, it's like 
And I'm not saying I agree with him or whatever. People are always going to ridicule LeBron for everything he says and all this. But I hate, I hate when the media takes something that someone says now and they take something that they said. LeBron probably has no idea what he thought about the playing tournament last year. LeBron is just mm-hmm. doing another interview where people just want to hear him talk and then someone's going to skew whatever he said. And like, right. does that mean that, does that, whatever, right? Like, is he contradicting himself? Sure. But like, also you're allowed to change your mind, especially when it affects you. <laughs> right. Like, uh, mm-hmm. I, you know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, the, I mean, it's let, true, let, but like, let him he's only mind. now saying something about it because he's the one that's going to be in this tournament. And that's if okay. The, if the standings, at, but like, if it's is not true the, for him, is this then year like, the same as last year? It was agreed upon for the season. All right, like, what did he say at the beginning of the season? Did he say anything? Did anyone ask I don't him know about if it? He said anything Probably on it, but like, if he had no a problem with the it, then, like, the Mavericks did the same thing. The Mavericks, uh, I don't know who in the Mavericks or if it was like front office, whatever was like this plan tournament is kind of bullshit, but they only said that when they were the ones that were potentially going to be involved in the tournament. So like, but, but if it's you're the LeBron, fact that he's only saying something that he's involved. That, but here's he's the thing, involved if, if you're LeBron and you just want to, you just won the NBA championship. Yep. You're following me. A, yeah. why is the plan tournament even on your mind? B, why would it be on the media's mind to ask you about it? It's not because you just won the world championship. And if everyone stays healthy on the Lakers, you're not concerned with the plan tournament. So like, I, I hear what you're saying. Like he's just saying it now because it's relevant. Why would you talk about something if it's not relevant to you or your situation? Also the media dictates a lot of what the conversations are. The media is, doesn't care about the plan tournament. If you're LeBron James, the media cares about, Hey, how about repeating? How's your body at 36? You're bringing in Montrez Harrell. You're bringing him. You know what I mean? They're, yeah. like, they're not going to ask those questions. So he's not out of the blue going to be like, oh, yeah, by the way, that's bullshit. Because it's not like his, to his credit, he also is against the All-Star game because, like, they decided not to do an All-Star game. And then uh, it was like a month before they they just decided there was going to be one. And LeBron was like, oh, we decided not to. I didn't like that's supposed to be a couple days rest for him. And um, but he did play. But yeah. No, it's just it was just like a fun little quote, messing around mostly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. Well, didn't they say like they were gonna get fined if they didn't play in the tournament or not the tournament, the uh, the All Star game? I think I saw that somewhere that like any player Might who got it selected and then didn't were gonna get a hefty fine or some crap. I don't know, but yeah, I don't care about fines. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't think most of them do care. I, I, I mean, if you're going to the All Star game, you probably are in a position to care. Not know. a very like, strenuous game, anyway. Not often, no. But do you guys see in the interview that LeBron most recently had saying that like, he doesn't think he'll ever be back to like his hundred percent in his career because his high ankle sprain? After the it's last game, bad. they asked him like how he felt, and he said he's like, you know, I'm. It's like he's like, I felt I felt good enough to play, or I felt good enough to to kind of give it a go because he knows his body and all that. And then he was saying that he doesn't think he'll ever be back to one hundred percent in his career. I mean, ankles. I mean, your ankles obviously are important, but like, yeah. Um, High brain dramatic. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows what's going to happen? But I, I wonder if that's going to impact his decision to stick around the league long enough to play with Bronny. He's, he's playing with his son. I he's, mean, I can't. I can't see him not sticking around to play with Bronny. But I don't know. 
if his career falls off because of this ankle, which it won't. His son will be in the league in three, years. three, three more seasons. So yeah, not including this one, three more. So four years, 2025, LeBron will be a free agent. He'll make it so, and he'll sign with whoever drafts Bronny, probably play one or two more seasons. New York Knicks, baby. You think the Knicks are going to be in position to draft Bronny? You're a terrible. Is Bronny you like want them to fail? I mean, how how good is? I mean, Bronny come on. is he, is he like Ron a James' son? So so so. Okay. I mean, there's still time to tell, but like he's a very talented basketball player. Plus, right. he's LeBron James's son. I think Wait, the work ethic is just, it's 16? there. Is he 16 he's, now? He's going to be a junior next year. Yeah. I mean, we were talking about Lamelo when he was a freshman in high school. Uh, I don't know if like Bronny Junior's on that level. But he's more he's more athletic than Lamelo. Yeah. Okay. I hope I hope it happens. I hope it happens. That'd be so much fun if he comes to New York right. and then LeBron finishes his career out. That'd be that'd be so sick. Side note: I saw something on Twitter the other day. Like I've so I've been like rewatching Sopranos. Um, or, well, now I'm finishing up Sopranos, but uh, Carm. So Tony's wife, Carm. <laughs> apparently, they hired. The, the actor, like, Eddie Falco and James Gandolfini, who played Tony and Carm, to, like, get into character mode and try to recruit LeBron to come to New York to play for the Knicks. And it clearly didn't work. And then I think they said this was, like, a couple years after the, the show finished. I think it was, like, 2010, 2011, when he was, like, going, I guess when it, when it was, yeah, right around when he was going to Miami or whatever. But apparently they, like, recruited or they they hired, uh yeah, this, like, the you know, Tony and Carm from The Sopranos to try to recruit. LeBron, I'm blaming James you know, for that. That's fucking. That's fucking silly. <laughs> that yeah. I mean, it obviously didn't work, and I, I don't know if why, but apparently, like um, Eddie Falco was saying that she had no idea who LeBron was, other than that she was like, other than that he was like LeBron James, but like that didn't mean anything to her. But yeah, so I thought that was a kind of a funny little thing for the most Knicks thing possible. Too. I don't know. But moral of the story: New York Knicks. In a fun position, entertaining basketball highlights, and fuck LeBron. Knicks are actually good. That's all we need I'm to know. I'm so excited. That's all we Eight need to know. Eight games left at the end of the season. Yeah, but next we want to talk about the the uh, the recent NFL draft that we just that just was uh, that, that's underway. Yeah, uh, that just finished up. Um, two Jet fans and a Giant fan here. Um, I'm just gonna say, like, I loved the Jets draft. I think they crushed it i'm glad and they like they they made every one of their picks was like a well thought strong pick like they didn't just get somebody because they were the best available they didn't get somebody because they felt like they should like they got picks that made sense obviously zach wilson he's going to be the new guy but then immediately every pick after that was like they were aggressive and they were smart like avt i know connie said you didn't love the trade and after i thought about it more and looked into it more he was i mean he seems like he's the best guard in the draft and what they traded for to get him, I think was worth it. Cause they still got Elijah Moore from Ole Miss and that wide receiver. And that was my fear that they were going to lose their, their, their pick to get an offensive weapon. Um, but, you know, signing um, Corey Davis in the offseason that was nice. Um, hopefully, you know, um, Jameson Crowder comes back. Uh, I mean, so we'll have probably more weapons than Sam ever had. Um, I still think, I, I like the Michael Carters. Um, he was at North Carolina, right? UNC running back. Um, yeah. Two, right? There's two Michael Carters that we drafted. One was a running back and one was a cornerback. But um, so, yeah, I mean, 
I'm, I'm happy with the draft. I'm very happy with what they're doing. And if you put AVT on the same side as Makai Becton on the offensive line, I don't think anyone's coming through the left side. Obviously, a lot seem like there's a lot to learn still how how well he's going to translate to the NFL. Um, but if he's as good as everyone says he is, I'm not that worried. Uh, overall, I'm happy. I'm I'm pumped. I'm I'm ready for this new chapter of the Jets world, though. Yeah, I mean, we'll see about Zach. Well, I'm not. I know everyone says he's got everything going for him. I'm still not thrilled about Zach Wilson. I know like that's the right decision. If they got anyone else, I would have been like, Oh fuck. Like this is definitely going to backfire. But Zach Wilson's the guy. Zach Wilson's the guy. Glad we got that. He'll bring a, I think he'll bring some swag that Darnold didn't have to. He seems yeah. like he's like a, a swaggy dude. This was the, the first time that Jets drafted four offensive players in a row to start the draft since uh, like 88. Um, Cause they're like always, Get a, get defense. I don't like, which is yeah, I mean historically we're crazy the past several franchise. years. Like, they always get like defensive players, and our offensive line sucks. So, um, we'll see. I mean, we need the offensive line in order for Zach Wilson to be successful. So, uh, hopefully, Zach Wilson. Like, yeah, he's good. I kind I kind of still thought uh, Fields was going to be better, uh, but. Yeah, not not too upset about the draft. Yeah, bright bright future hopefully for New York. But now on the other side of New York, those wow. big blue. Yeah. What's good? Um, nothing really sexy about the Giants draft. I think they wanted Devontae Smith at eleven, but the Eagles traded up, so they said okay. We I, they were probably between a couple other guys. were like we're content not getting him, so they traded back with the Bears which I think the Bears is going to be a top 10 pick next year. So I really like that trade back. Um, and who knows what the Giants, I think the Giants are capable of anywhere from five and 11 to 11 and five, realistically. Like <laughs> I felt that last year, I feel it this year. Um, so they even create ammo with like the Daniel Jones experiment fizzles out this year. I think more than anything, he's playing for his job. I think he can be the guy, but we'll see. Um, Tony Kadarius Tony from Florida. I think he adds depth you, in today's NFL. You can never have too many weapons on offense, and then they just added more depth to the defense. Um, so I think it was a, an effective draft. There's nothing sexy about it, nothing like super eye opening, but I like what they did. Um, I'm not going to ranch and rave and say it was the best draft ever, but with what they had and what they kind of got for the future with some draft capital, I'm cool with it. Yeah, I don't think there was as much pressure on the Giants as there was for the Jets to have a strong draft because, like, the new – just the new mm -hmm. the new face of the Jets that we have. Yeah. Um, some of my other friends, like, from, from college and stuff were disappointed with the trading or, like, with all the trades the Giants made until their picks came through. And then they were, like – yeah, I mean, then they were pretty pretty happy. Apparently, Gadarius Tony seems like a pretty elusive wideout, too. So, I, I don't know. We'll see. Um there were a couple picks in the draft, though, that got me, like, fired up for other teams. Um, again, I'm an LSU dude, so the Bengals taking Jamar Chase, giving Joey B back his number one weapon. Love that. Joey B has no protection on his line, so that fucking sucks. But giving him that that weapon is going to be a nice thing, going alongside T. Higgins and Joe Mixon um, and Tyler Boyd. So the Bengals 
again, on paper, their weapons look nice. Will Joe Burrow ever be able to throw the ball at, to them? I don't know if he'll ever get protection. He might just get hurt again. Um, love on, that. On that, though, on that, though, do you think that chemistry matters more than talent? Or, like, sure, really, like, do you think Jamar Chase is better than Waddle? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. You, I, he is better? I, I think, think he is better. Yeah, I think Jamar Chase okay. was, like, is the best wide receiver right. in this class. Like, Devontae they didn't Smith just do awesome. that because Joe Burrow was like, hey, go get my guy. His last game, over 200 yards in the national championship. Yeah, he is. And, again, okay. Jalen Waddle is going to be fantastic. Devontae Smith is going to be good. Like, they're great wide receivers. But I right. think Jamar Chase is, like, he's the guy that – he, it's, it's also a both-end situation, right? Like, if yeah. – say – I think Chase is better, right? Say mm-hmm. Chase and Waddle are even comparable – and Waddle's even like just a tiny bit better. If I'm Joe Burrow, I'd rather my guy. Right. Yeah, I'd rather the guy yeah. who I know, I know his work ethic. I know his, you know what I mean? Give me mm-hmm. that guy every single time, especially if most people yeah. think he's better anyways. And it's, and it's highly unlikely any of those guys are going to be bad, right? Like they're yeah, projected they're a top like... pick. They're going to be sick. Um, but it was just interesting. Like, cause Waddle went to Miami with Tua. So like, it should just work out like that. Yeah, a couple. Uh, and then I mean, Jacksonville with, uh, got ETN and, and Lawrence, too. A couple of yeah. people came back to him or come, came back yeah. together. Yeah, I don't the, know. I, again, I'm, I'm a pro Jamar Chase kid, too. I think he's – Yeah. And yeah. Smith going to uh, to Philly with Hurts. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot uh, it. Yeah, yeah. Not, so yeah. it is funny, like, how it worked out like that. But uh, – and, and it's like I do think those are the top three receivers in the draft. But um, – but yeah, looking back at that Alabama group of receivers, that team was. Dis- I didn't realize how six. disgusting that team was. Waddle went six. Smith went ten. Last year, Ruggs went twelve. Judy went fifteen. How about the That's fact insane. that they have three starting quarterbacks in the NFL who are all in the same QB room? Yeah, that, yeah. that Tua, team was Tua, Jalen, and mm-hmm. Mac. Yeah, that, For, that... and especially like Alabama's been like. A defensive powerhouse for and running back as well, long as they have all their running backs. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I think the, St- the Steelers grabbed Najee Harris. Um, I yeah. think that's a great pick for them too. That he's, I, I, I think Travis Etienne might be better, but Najee Harris, I was not, I wouldn't have been upset if you know if either of them came to New York, um, for either team. Like, that's just those are fun running backs to have on your, your squad, yeah. um. And the other pick that got me fired up again for, for another team, dude, the Atlanta Falcons offense just became unbelievable with adding Kyle Pitts. That tight end. Now you have Julio, Calvin Ridley, Kyle Pitts, and then, um, oh, my gosh. Um, I forgot their running Matt back. Ryan. Well, you have Matt Ryan, oh. yeah. But, yeah, whatever. either way, the, the, the Atlanta offense is going to be Dave very yeah, okay, yeah. Um, I mean, how do you Don't stop? They have, aren't all of their starters first-round picks? I don't know. That like doesn't, like, mean it. I think last year, all, I think they had 21 of their starters were first-round picks. But it, like, doesn't really mean anything, like, long-term. Like, once you figure yeah. out who they are, that's who you are. But, like, all of their players were first-round picks. And, they, and, again, they ended up with a fourth pick. So, like, that didn't really mean much. But it was just no. very funny. 
Like, but like their I, front I, office is like, oh, he's a first round pick. We should get him. <laughs> yeah, I think that their offense is nasty, but their defense was struggling. I think that's what killed them. But if I'm a defense, yeah. how are you lining up? I mean, you're doubling Julio, but then are you? I mean, Kyle Pitts is a why he has the hands and like the body, or he has the hands and like the skills of a wide receiver, but built as yeah. a tight end. He's, like, a he's just a freak. That'll be yeah. fun. Yes, yeah, so Atlanta got me fired up, and then again, I think. Um, I mean, this is just my my bias here, but I think Terrace Marshall was one of the most slept on receivers in the draft. He was one of the receivers who didn't play this past year for LSU, but the year before, um, like his first like seven receptions of the season were seven touchdowns. Um, yeah, he he's just another freak athlete. I think he's going to be one of those those silver linings in the draft. He went to Carolina. I think he's going to be one of those guys in a couple of years. Is going to be talked about as like. I can't believe he came out of this draft so late kind of thing. I don't think he's not going to be a Larry Fitz. He's not going to be Julio. He's not that good, but I think he's going to be like a juju. He's going to be a very reliable, probably one receiver for a lot of teams. Um, yeah. And in, in a couple of years too, but yeah, I, so I was pretty fired up. There's a lot of teams that did really well in this draft. I thought though. So other, other quick notes, Trey Lance at three instead of Mac Jones. Um, what, do you, what do you mean instead of? A lot of talk. It was there was just a lot of talk about Mac Jones being there. I don't like. I didn't think Mac Jones should have gone three, but like that was the talk. Well, that was the best part. Like the 49ers were like, I, we don't know why everyone said this. We never made any indication it was going to be Mac Jones. It was always Trey Lines for us. <laughs> <laughs> that's, why the, that's why. That's why. That's, why that's I like exciting. Predicting the draft is so dumb. <laughs> right. Trey, Trey Lance. I hope it works out. I mean, Jimmy G's. What's he gonna do now? <laughs> uh, that's I mean, probably gonna be behind him for a year. Wouldn't be he's gonna take. He's gonna take his money to the bank. What do you mean? Was he gonna do? Probably. Um, Carolina and Denver passed on quarterbacks, so sticking with Darnold and uh, Locke. No, they got. Didn't they get? No, they got Teddy. Teddy B, baby. Denver. Who's Denver that? traded for Teddy Denver. Bridgewater, oh, right. No? Denver is Teddy B, Teddy, baby. So they have Bridgewater my, and Drew Locke. Um. Okay, like fine with them. Uh, happy for the Bears. Finally got a maybe good quarterback. Uh, see how that works out. Uh, and then Rogers kind yeah, of up, might man. retire. Seems so anti. It doesn't. He's just so anti Green Bay. He got a taste of Jeopardy, and he's like, no longer want to throw footballs. <laughs> he wants that Jeopardy money. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He's, he seems like he wants out bad, though, apparently, according to all the reports, which like, where would you got to take with a grain of salt. But, like, I don't know why – I don't know what changed in the last month that he's now wants out so badly. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. That's, I mean, they don't, like, tell him anything. And they just got a defensive player in the draft, too, right? Yeah, I mean, I like, think they made it clear. They're, I think they made it clear they're committed him. to him. Yeah, they're, they're committed to him and – He's just got – I don't I, – yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Rodgers, like, the Packers bet against Rodgers. Like, they, they assumed that he was going to decline last year. So they got love. And then he won an MVP. So, like, Rodgers has, has every right to be like, fuck you guys, get me out of here. Um, I, I, again, I don't know where he would end up going, but I mean, it's, guys, it's if, fun to watch. If you're Aaron Rodgers, though, are you – I mean, you're going to take your money and would you go West Coast and go to, I mean, anything on the West Coast? I don't, I don't even know. 
I, I got. Yeah, I don't know where Niners go. just got a quarterback. Uh, yeah, that's my. That was my original thought, but Niners are, are set now, and yeah, I don't know. Hey, man, New Orleans, maybe. Up, I don't. Yeah, I don't like. I don't know if things can just happen like that, but <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know what his contract looks like. I don't know what anything yeah. is left for him. Like, if they know. have to trade, especially now it's after the draft. Like, he might. He might just retire, and then I don't know. Would he come out of retirement next year? It's crazy. Who knows? Yeah, who knows. Two picks. It's fun watching other franchises be like a dumpster fire. <laughs> Not only ours, but like everybody. Yeah. yeah, it is kind of refreshing. Um, two picks that I don't want to say pissed me off, but they kind of did. There, it's just like the most. It, it's just the most Jets thing to happen, right? So Mac Jones falling to New England. Belichick's going to somehow breed him to be great. I don't. He's going to. You don't think so? I'm not I don't afraid know. of. I, not afraid of. Mac I don't know Jones if I'm necessarily afraid, all. but like, okay, he's not going to be. He's not going to be Brady, right? He's not going to be that dominant or that good. But like, right now they're working with a very, very bad Cam Newton, and I wish that that would just stick. Just because he looks as fat and dumb as Brady did in '99 <laughs> doesn't mean I'm afraid of him. Like now. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens when he gets in the field, of course. And the other one is yeah. Kyle Trask going to Tampa Bay, sitting behind Brady. Kyle Trask, again, he's not going to be a Brady, but anybody who learned behind Brady, like, he's – Yeah. I mean – Like, like that'll they, be good for him. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, don't, can be great. I don't know if I, I – yeah, I don't know if I see him succeeding, but, like, maybe with Brady behind if, him. If there was anything for him, him to do it, I think that's it. I think you have to yeah. go behind it. Yeah, I mean, you're going to learn behind him and – Good for Kyle. Yeah, yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. As long as he's comfortable sitting for another two, two three years, years, right? Yeah, probably. I mean, and then and then lastly, uh, and then we'll we'll shift to baseball quick. Um, the Bucks bringing back every single player from their Super Bowl winning team. It's the first time ever in NFL history that the Super like the reigning champions brought back the exact same roster. Which. And the Chiefs are going to bring back a healthy Patrick Mahomes. So fuck yeah, them. No, I know. And then they also got Kyle Long out of retirement. It. They also got a lineman. Yeah, there's a lot of like obviously other things, but just for like if that's not the Tom Brady effect, I don't know what the hell the fuck like then Tom Brady effect isn't a thing. Fuck Tom Brady. I agree. No, I agree. I agree. I'm not Speaking. crediting Tom Brady for every fucking good thing that happens near him. No, but Tampa Bay had – there's no reason for them to retain everybody. Like, it's clearly – It's not It's not worth it. He's a hater. Yeah, all right. That's fine. All right. Anyway, yeah. fuck Tom Brady, but also fuck the Phillies. Speaking of the Phillies, how about that game last night? Did you guys watch it? Oh, yeah. I had the game – oh, that's... boys, we're winning We're winning 5-2 right now, by the way, in the third. No, it's 5-5. It's, it's, it's five, five. I don't know. Just hit home run. Fuck me. <laughs> that was – fuck. But, yeah, that game – Did I, I watched the um, – I watched the whole game last night, and mm-hmm. I was so audibly mad with the way that things were going at the end of the at the bottom of the ninth, and then got like so relieved. Um, yeah. So many Mets Phillies, things are man. happening to other teams. Like it's beautiful. That's something that, that that would happen to the Mets. Like make Alvarado's a huge comeback, suspension. and it's like nope, wasn't yeah. a home run. <laughs> yeah, no, just. Uh, but like, why are you putting? Why are we putting? Uh, you know, Diaz in a non-safe situation after pitching back, like on pitching back-to-back days. Why are you putting Luis Rojas is a terrible? Yeah, I, terrible I know episode manager. one. Episode one, I said I wasn't anti Rojas, but I'm all there. I am so there now. He's abysmal. Yeah, like what is it? Like every Mets manager is like just. Whoa, 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 whoa. I Not love Terry. Whoa, whoa, I fucking whoa. love Terry. Terry Collins was a saint. I love Terry. And even Terry Collins, Collins great yeah. person. 
Dog shit manager. Are you kidding? No, what is stunk? He made those same shitty decisions. No, not in in no world do you I in no world do you not put Matt Harvey back out there. You yeah, no, that, do, not base, do not base that's anything not, on that's that. Not that's, not yeah. what, that's not what I'm talking about. Then what are you, you talking about? Every time. What are you talking about? He did the same shit. Like he did, he pitched like Familia in like a seven-one ball game, and then Familia Familia pitched the next day in a safe situation and blew it. Like he did that shit all the time. Exactly. We should have learned from our mistakes as a Mets organization. And we haven't. That's why, that's why I brought it up. Nah. All right. Fuck it. Terry Collins is a legend. We love Terry. We are very pro Terry here. We like Terry. We, we love Terry. Our, I, I like love Terry. Terry. I love, I love Terry. Terry's, I love Terry, man. Did Connor, I, do you the love, players do you loved him. Do you love anything, I loved him. I, I yeah, he was great. Oh, okay. Sorry. They almost said another one. Live reaction. Yeah, live reaction. He's so annoying. He's like not even here. Me? (laughs) I'm here. Everyone already knows what happened. Yeah, fuck me. That's true. They're listening to this tomorrow. The next, uh, yeah, the the next thing for for the Mets world. Are we worried about Lindor yet? No. No. I'm not. I'm not worried at all. We are in first place. And uh, are we still after winning last night? We're back in first. Yeah, no. Yeah. Well, we won last night to get us in first place. Yeah, the Nationals are twelve and twelve. Nationals um, are trash. I don't know. Yeah, Nationals are <laughs> tied for first, I guess. Uh, Lindor, yeah. Lindor can have a terrible entire year. I will not be worried. No, I mean his, his defense, defense is incredible. Games already, and he's his made, defense is incredible. And he's yeah. made like, dude, that double play they turned last night with McNeil, like that's never happening with anybody else at short. He just does a lot, and he's a leader. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not mad about it. He's fine. No, we're we're good. Our our middle of the order is. What are you like laughing at? Terrible. That, that, that play was all McNeil. Why are you yes, talking no, about? Right. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, yo, for the, the Mets, that would never happen in that, Mets' favor. Fuck yeah, off. You just said that play was because of Lindor. Lindor turned an easy double play on his head. That was all McNeil. How much you want to bet that Lindor told McNeil where to stand? Uh, every dollar on the yep. planet. Thank you. So Thank season you. average. So Conforto's right now, like how bad like our big hitters are. Conforto's no, well, yeah, batting Conforto's 330 right over the last 10 games. Conforto's Conforto and, and Alonzo were so hot right now. Yeah, they and JD Davis. Same for, the, for the season. For the season. Uh, yeah. So but, like, but like exactly. Like he's Conforto's hot now. Like his average is going to go back to his career average. So his career average is 258. He was batting 219. So, like, the bats are going to get going. Like, McNeil's batting 204, Smith 203, and Lindor 203. Their careers are 313, 253, 284, respectively. They're going to find their bats. They're going to find their swings. So, like, they, like, they'll figure it out as long as the pitching, like, is fine. Um, and even if the bullpen gets us in trouble, if, as long as those bats come back, like we'll be good. Um, so that's what I was saying. Yeah, uh, and, and defensively, our I mean, our infield as a whole, outside of third base, so I guess short on the right mm-hmm. side, fantastic. I mean, McNeil's holding it down at second. Pete's doing fantastic. So yeah, I mean, if the bullpen doesn't fuck us, yeah, yeah, I yeah. So like the past in the past two weeks, I just wrote down a couple, I guess, low lights. Uh, 
Stroman had a loss with zero ERA, zero earned runs. So did DeGrom, lost a one nothing game. Um, DeGrom's stats just keep getting more incredible. I don't know. I mean, we could, like, bring this up every week. But DeGrom's uh, a legend. Just, we also called that he was going to break Nolan Ryan's record. We did say that. Yes, yes, we did. Two, two weeks ago? Uh, three weeks ago, whenever, whenever that episode was. Two weeks, two yeah. We, yeah, yeah, so we did say that. Pitcher of the month in April. He's two and two, 0.5 ERA. He has two earned runs. He also has two uh, RBIs. I think two RBIs. Yeah, two yeah. RBIs, 59 Ks. And he has 59 or no, 46 pitches over 100 miles an hour. I think and the next match was nine. And that was, yeah, Joe pitchers. But yeah, he yeah. was, yeah. So he's, yeah, I don't, I don't know how I so- think. Yeah, I think the the tweet I saw was like he has pitches over a hundred point zero miles an hour, and I think they round up if you have like ninety nine point six um, on the scoreboard, they'll say a hundred. But like the advanced stats don't show that, so there was a lot of people like questioning that tweet. But yeah. I think I believe why. Um, yeah, I don't. I think he's. I think he's like the pitcher's form of Mike Trout right now, where like. Mike Trout just gets better every year, and so De- Degrom has for the last three years. He's just getting better, and just everything he's doing is yeah. just like how it's like it's average just, like pitch speed is going up. And he's, yeah, and what is he 30, 32 now? Thirty two, thirty four, something. Yeah, thirty two maybe. Yeah, um, I don't know. And I think like Trout just came off like his hottest season ever as far as like OPS. Right now, I, yeah. I saw something on ESPN yesterday watching the Mets game. Um, if they were to like, if there was just Crazy world, right? Season end report uh, rewards right now. Um, Mike Trout would have gotten like the most improved player. Like he's nearly doubled his OPS <laughs> from last year. Like I, I don't get like how he's just doing. Stick. It's a month. Yeah. Okay, I'm so, just saying again. <laughs> all I'm saying is Mike Trout's very fucking good at baseball. Even better than it's fun to like, talk about stats, Aiden. Fun yeah, no, no, no stats, stats are fun, but like don't be dramatic after a month. Oh my, That's all right. what I'm saying. I'm just, I'm just. Am, saying. I, am I wrong? Does also, it also drive you crazy when someone hits a home run in the first inning? And they say like, "Oh, he's on pace at 162 home runs." Oh, like, fuck that. That does bother me actually. That's <laughs> that. That is pretty. What the fuck do you mean? That is pretty stupid. Oh, oh sorry, sorry. We're just pointing out that no, my no, trap no, no. is. Let me apologize. Up. Let me apologize. I didn't realize this podcast was meant for us to just agree all the time and for me to sorry let for you say whatever sorry you want. Sorry, like having fun. <laughs> Nah. I'm sorry you guys are fucking lame. My bad. How are we lame? Well, we're just saying that, like, Mike Trout had an unreal season, even by his standards. Or a uh, month. Having. He's having an unreal season. It's no, he's had an unreal month is what I meant. Like, an unreal month, oh, even okay. by his standards. That's Where's all I'm meeting? pointing out. Just pointing out that it, he was hitting, like, 429. Like, it's a month of baseball, yeah. yeah, but that's still not easy considering our Mets can't hit fucking 230. The league, the league average right now is 233, and Mike Trout's hitting 412. That doesn't matter, Connor. Connor, it's been a month. It doesn't matter. I'm, 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 doing some, I'm doing some sleuthing. Okay. You want to know? You want to? You want to hear some more things that don't matter? Yeah, but, but on the <laughs> same, but on the same end, like right, like you, you just made the same argument, right? Like Lindor, Conforto, Smith, they're all down. So you just made I the, did same the same argument. Same exact NBA. I, I'm not a perfect person. I pick and choose stuff. I was talking. I was talking to Anton, not you. Oh, actually, no, it was you. It was you, Connor. Yeah, yeah like, was, I didn't say it's, anything about it's the, it. Was it's, the two, it's the two of you. 
Oh man, we're just uh, hopeful. Hopeful. I'm over. I'm over you, Bills. All right. Well, anyway, Connor, how cool was it watching Otani live? He's great. I, mean, I didn't catch his home run. Balls. He's a freak too. That's so fun. I went to a Mariners game for everyone listening, live in the flesh. <laughs> it was a great game. Who ended up winning? Mariners seven four. Ooh, it was Kyle great. There was there was a run every half inning in the first three innings, three four innings. It's um, exciting baseball when you have no yeah like no, yeah like no no attachment like that's that's just a good game. Yeah, I a lot of fun. Nice to be out there. I think they're I think they're still at like twenty five percent capacity. Uh, I know New York City just announced they were like lifting all restrictions by the end of May. Uh, I don't think Washington has uh, announced anything yet, but. When I when I asked you how the Fun. how the stadium was, you gave me the best answer ever. He, he like I asked him how the game went, and Connor responds with um, the most boring slash average stadium ever. He goes, "There's not a single unique thing about it. Symmetrical as fuck. I mean, it's nice, but there's nothing special about it." And that, that, I just thought it was the funniest thing. It's like Seattle, I guess. Like I don't like I don't think the wall. The, the wall in the outfield changes heights at all. I'm like, I couldn't see. I was in, uh, so it's like a perfect state. Like, in, it's like the, yeah, was it, I was in right center, perfect. but yeah, like, right. yeah, it just looked like exact same all the way across. Um, no like gaps or weird angles on the, the, the back wall. As an outfield, you probably love it. It's nice, but like nothing like special about it. Yeah. Yeah, this is the most. That was the best thing I ever heard. Most boring average stadium ever. But beautiful night. Is and I, I think I'm going to try to get to a a Mets game when I'm home next. Mm -hmm. Whenever for sure week and a half next week. Do it. What was that? Oh, did you see Dustin Mays? Do it. That sucks. That's a big really sucks it's not like a big hurt but like it's not great for the dodgers who who have like just been on a nice little skid too um yeah but i mean i mean that's that's significant i mean that they'll they'll still be fine but that's significant oh uh, yeah yeah no i mean number the, two who could probably be a number one for a lot of teams yeah lot of, I mean, yeah yeah now they're left with kershaw bauer uh who else was it where is there? price price is back too yeah. Couldn't tell you. Shit, they're oh, good. Walker, <laughs> Walker Bueller, Julio, Urias, Urias, um, Clayton, and Trevor Bauer. And, I mean, they have – yeah, I mean, they've had Jimmy Nelson start 10 games for them. Oh. No, wait, that's not true. That's not math. I didn't really – Price is coming out of the uh, bullpen. Yeah, they haven't come out of the bullpen. I think just probably no, saving arm. He's thirty-five, but still. Yeah. Um. Yeah. They. Yeah. Their their starters were. Yeah. Bauer, Kershaw, Julio, Urias, Bueller, and then and May. So they're probably gonna look to fill that with. Maybe David Price. Hmm. Will be, be fun. But hey, screw Trevor Bauer. Ha ha ha. Go Mets. Fuck Trevor Bauer. Yeah, I know. Fuck Trevor Bauer is right. All right. Just about it. What are we looking forward to this week? This That's week, 
Cardinals Diamondbacks. Yeah. Um, Should be fun. Yeah, I mean, I the Cardinals are not. I mean, they're not great, but Cardinals are the hottest team right now. Yeah, they're and then I mean, Arenado's hitting very, they, very well right now. Slow, but um, Goldschmidt, yeah. DeYoung, yeah. Harrison Bader. Harrison Bader is one of those players that I have no reason to dislike, but I just don't like Harrison Bader. He's their center fielder for the Cardinals. Like there's no reason for me to not like him, but I just I don't know. I just don't like him. He plays for the Cardinals. I get, but why does like that doesn't it's not they don't matter to me. What do you mean? Oh six, bro. Of course they matter to you. Oh my god. Let's not bring up Fuck the Cardinals. Yes, fuck the Cardinals, we know. But I got yelled at last time I talked about 2006. Well, we don't talk about it. We just hate them. I know. I mean, I hate the Phillies much more than the Cardinals, though. Of course. Duh. Of course. Fucking worst people on planet Earth. Um, but, yeah, no, I do hate them. Well, well. I mean, they're up there. The Chase Knicks have four games this week. Yeah. Playing the Grizzlies right now. Yeah, no, it's um tough stretch. Um but yeah, this is this is the time. Like I said, uh I think last time we have one of the toughest schedules the rest of the season. This is like this is the time to prove like what we got. Yeah, Um, they gotta they got they gotta win. And I mean last night's win was a beautiful commanding win, but it gets against the Rockets at Rockets, yeah. So (laughs) that doesn't tell you anything. But if they just kind of ride that wave and keep on that hot streak. Mm-hmm. That's what we need to do. Good week of sports ahead. Of- yeah, it's gonna be. Yeah, it'll be good. Well, we'll have uh, we'll have plenty to brief to debrief and break down for you uh, for you listeners next week. Um, Degrom tomorrow. Degrom tomorrow. Um, yeah. Degrom yeah. day. Gonna. One uh, nothing Cardinals. Yeah, tied Nolan Ryan's record for most strikeouts through five starts in a season with fifty nine. Didn't break that one though. So DeGrom well, should pitch. Lastly, someone, something that pissed me off the other day I saw on Twitter. Someone was like saying that Garrett Cole is better than Jacob DeGrom because Garrett Cole faces nine batters in an, against the team as opposed to DeGrom facing eight plus a pitcher. And I'm just floored by that. Uh, I mean, not, I mean, that's remarkably stupid, but someone should look up how often he strikes out pitchers. Uh, I'd I imagine think, it's yeah, a I lot. Think seven of his strikeouts were, I think seven of his strikeouts, at least before his last start, seven of his strikeouts were against pitchers. So take his 48 and make it 40. Still has more, right? Like, oh, yeah. Like, oh, 52 what? strikeouts. And then he'd probably, if it, if it was a batter, he'd probably strike them out like two or three times. Still, like, so you're still in the 50 ish range anyway. I don't know. Yeah. Bad argument. People are just looking for something to explain. Fuck the Yankees. Yeah, I agree. Fuck the Yankees. But all right. Once again, thank you. Uh, thank all you listeners for, for hanging out with all of us. Appreciate you guys. Um, yeah, and we'll catch you next time. See ya.